When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show, hour number two, rolling through the Thursday edition of the program. Appreciate all of you uh, listening out there live. Encourage you to go grab the podcast. You can search out my name, Clay Travis. You can search out Buck, Buck Sexton's name as well. And you'll be well on your way to being able to make sure that you never miss an interview, such as the one that we're just about to begin right now with Monica Crowley. She's a former assistant treasury secretary under Donald Trump. Just a column up about uh, the idea of a Hillary Clinton comeback. We'll get into that and more. But I want to start, Monica. First, thanks for coming on. Second, inflation yesterday hit 7%, the highest rate it's been since 1982. How do we get back to the Fed's targeted goal of around 2% inflation? And what's the time frame that that might require? Well, hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me back. It's always a pleasure. And it is an excellent question. You know, there were some of us last year who were screaming that inflation was going to become a huge problem. I remember being on Fox Business. I was all over radio. I was I was not the only one. But I was certainly saying that inflation looks like it is going to be far more persistent than what we were being told by the powers that be, including... President Biden, Vice President Harris, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, and the Fed Chair, Jerome Powell. They were all telling us last year, listen, there is some inflation, but it's going to be transitory. It's all associated with opening the economy back up and all of this pent-up demand. But once that dust settles come the fall last year, um, they expected inflation to subside. Well, we have seen the exact opposite. And what we all knew that they either didn't know or ignored is the fact that there was so much money that has been pumped down into the system over the last two years 
that of course there is there's this excess cash just rolling around the system that of course you are going to have inflationary pressures they thought well we can continue to keep interest rates at record lows and and with all this fiscal policy you know the the booming demand will come back and and help mop up all of this cash well that didn't happen and, you know, obviously, those of us in the, the Trump administration during the pandemic, the president made the very difficult decision to shut down the economy for a period of time. And so there was a realization that the government needed to step into the breach. And therefore, we had all of this emergency level spending because we were in an actual emergency. Well, Biden and the Democrats come in uh January of last year, and they continued the emergency level spending without the emergency. So they took a potentially inflationary situation and actually made it come to pass and then exacerbated it by all of this excess spending. So what we have to do now, guys, is stop the spending. Thank God for Joe Manchin stopping Build Back Better. But we've got to make sure that both on the fiscal and monetary sides, there is no more stimulus. No more fiscal stimulus coming out of the the White House and Congress. No more monetary stimulus coming out of the Fed. Speaking to Monica Crowley, former assistant Treasury secretary under Donald Trump. She's also got a piece today up the New York Post, Hillary 2024 with Biden and Harris. Incredibly weak. Clinton sees a comeback. So, Monica, you and, I, you and I have known each other for a while. You know the folks that can often formulate a consensus like this, even a short-term one in the media, that this is a, is a possibility. You, you really think this is, a, this is one that we could see in the long term come to fruition? There may be the great Hillary comeback of 2024. I think for some people, they're going to have nightmares if they think this is possible. But it will be entertaining. <laughs> well, Hillary Clinton is a recurring nightmare. But it's often fun to talk about Mrs. Clinton, isn't it? Um, look, I have been talking about this woman for 20 years. She's been on the national stage for 30 years. And I have just seen some moves on her part that suggest to me that as she looks around at the catastrophic collapse of Biden and Harris and then the catastrophic collapse of their policy agenda, disasters in every direction, I think her revenge fantasy is that the Democrats see her as the only viable option going into 24 and that they will come and beg her to save the day. Now, it could transpire in a couple of different ways. I mean, she could certainly run. Uh, I do think there's going to be an open primary uh, because Biden obviously is not running again. He's he's already eating string peas. Okay, so he's not going to make it uh, to 2024. So she could either run in an open primary or if the Democrats decide that Kamala Harris is far too much of a liability to continue, they basically have one year while this Congress is still in place because Congress has to approve any vice presidential replacement to move her out of the way, make her an offer she can't refuse, get her out of there, and then replace her. Now, they're going to have the identity politics problem because Kamala is a black woman and they don't want to alienate black voters, specifically black women. So Hillary would have a challenge there to try to stave off a Stacey Abrams or a a Keisha Bottoms or someone else like that. But Hillary is a fighter. And I'm telling you, she has refused to go quietly into that dark political night 
Her ambition burns as strong as ever, and I'm telling you, she is planning to put Bigfoot all comers to try to get that top job. This is fascinating to think about. You're convinced that Biden is not going to run again. Let's presume that that's true. When would he make that announcement that he would not seek re-election? Because there's a lot of focus, I think, in the chattering class, including us, about when Trump might announce that he's going to run again in 2024. When do you think Biden would announce, hey, you know, he's kind of a lame duck already, presuming that the Democrats lose the House in 2022 and may well lose the Senate as well. What's the time frame for Biden to say basically, hey, I'm done? Well, you know, a lot of Democrats looking at this scenario are, are saying he should not announce anytime soon, certainly not before the midterms, but even in his third year of his presidency, he should not because he will be perceived as a lame duck and get nothing right. done. Well, I have news for those Democrats. He's already a lame duck. I mean, if Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema hold the line on Build Back Better and the big domestic spending agenda and, and this voting uh, nonsense, if they hold the line, his, his domestic agenda is done from here on out, thank God, and certainly after the midterms when Republicans take control, as we believe that they will. So I don't think that is applicable, but I also don't think he's going to make any kind of announcement before his third year in the presidency. He's got to, if he's not going to run, he's got to do it for the party. He's got to step aside so candidates can come forward, fundraising can begin, and all of those things can happen. But he's not going to want to do it before that third year. So the Democrats are in a real, real bind. Monica, do you think that they're going to have to just by virtue of the fact that they're going into a midterm that everyone now thinks is going to be a, a shellacking? Biden numbers are in the basement and it feels like they might go to the sub basement pretty soon. Do you think they're going to have to back off some of the crazier covid restrictions and madness uh, sooner than later or is this what the base wants of the Democrat Party? Therefore, they're going to keep us going deep into summer. Because I know the caseload is going to start to lessen. We, we know there's a cyclical nature of this virus. But if they put the country through two or three months of suppressed economic activity and the psychological damage of more crazy restrictions, that's going to be something I think is remembered this fall and is going to be reflected in the numbers. So how do they how do you think they play it? It's very difficult for them to square this circle. They're really on the horns of a dilemma because on the one hand, they love the restrictions because that's more power and control for them. And going into 22 with mail-in voting and all of the things we saw come to pass last year as a result of the pandemic, they want to keep in place so that they can conduct their fraud and their theft and their shenanigans to try to mitigate some of the losses that are coming their way in the fall. But on the other hand, all of these restrictions are a huge drag on the party. You're already seeing not just Biden and the Harris's numbers, but the Democrats across the board are really suffering in the polls because, number one, you've got this weakening economy. You've got catastrophes in every direction. But I do think that one of the big drivers of that are these COVID restrictions. The American people have had enough. They've had enough of having to show their papers to go to a restaurant. They've had enough of their kids being pulled back and forth like yo-yos with school closures. They've had enough of being told masks work until they don't work. 
they've had enough and they're ready now to live their lives with COVID and negotiate life in this new reality. And if the Democrats don't change their tune on these restrictions and start lifting some of these things, I think that the losses they're going to see in November are going to be even worse. That's why you're seeing changing messaging from the White House, changing messaging from Fauci, changing messaging from the CDC. It's not because the science has changed. Has changed. It's because the politics has changed. We're talking to Monica Crowley, former assistant treasury secretary under Donald Trump. You mentioned the idea of Hillary Clinton even potentially getting slid in as the vice president. That would require Kamala Harris giving up the office. Do you think there's any chance that she would accept a Supreme Court appointment in the event that Stephen Breyer decided to step down, as many in the Democratic Party are trying to pressure him to do this summer? Well, you know, this is one of the reasons why I wanted to write the column that appears in today's New York Post. And you can see it all across my social media, Twitter, Getter, Instagram. I posted it everywhere. Um, They are going to have to make uh, Vice President Harris an offer she can't refuse because she is not also not going to go quietly into that political night. So unless they have some compromising material or something on her to get her out, she is not going to go quietly. If she stays and runs, she's going to sink like a stone, like she did in the, in the 2020 cycle. They could offer her, as you suggest, something different that, that is perceived as a lateral move, and the Supreme Court would be considered a lateral move from the vice presidency. So they could convince her to do that. Um, But again, they're going to have to do this in the next 12 months, actually the next 11 months, while they still have control of the Congress to try to get a replacement approved. Because once Republicans gain control, it's game over. I mean, if they present Hillary Clinton to a Republican House, (laughs) forget it. It's not going (laughs) to happen. So all of these dominoes are going to have to fall pretty soon if this scenario is going to take place. And if it doesn't, they're going to be stuck with Kamala running for president. And that is going to be a death knell for them. Monica Crowley, everybody, check out NewYorkPost.com today. Hillary 2024. She's got a piece up there. Follow Monica on Twitter. Monica Crowley, my friend. Good to have you. Thanks for being here with us. Always a pleasure. Thanks, guys. Clay and I love Black Rifle Coffee. It's what we drink every day. It's how we get fired up for this show. It tastes amazing, and it's got a unique story. It's a veteran-owned coffee company that serves premium coffee to people who love America. I know I sound like a coffee purist, but I got to tell you, they've got explosive roast profiles that are just absolutely fantastic. If you're a real coffee drinker like me and Clay, you're going to be all about Black Rifle. Give it a shot. They import their high-quality beans from Colombia and Brazil, and they roast them five days a week at facilities in Tennessee and Utah. They'll ship those fresh roasted beans to your home just the way you want them. I like to do this as part of the Black Rifle Coffee Club. I drink mine hot. Clay likes his cold. He's a cold latte guy. All good. However you want it, they've got you covered. Clay, how do our people get hooked up with Black Rifle? Best way to enjoy this great coffee is with the Black Rifle Coffee Club. When you join the club, your chosen brew, roasted, packaged, shipped free to your door on your schedule. 
If you're always on the go, you can also get the 11-ounce ready-to-drink espresso mocha. That is what I drink and love. You can get your Black Rifle Coffee at BlackRifleCoffee.com. Use the code CLAYANDBUCK at checkout for 20% off your purchase and your first coffee club order. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com and the promo code CLAYANDBUCK. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash news. That's LifeLock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you, though? For $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. You'll get the same quality of service as AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, but for half the cost. The average size family saves almost $1,000 a year, all with no contracts and no activation fees. You can keep your cell phone number and your phone or get great deals on the latest iPhones and Androids. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values, who supports our military and veterans, creates American jobs, and refuses to advertise on fake news networks. Go to puretalk.com slash buck to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com slash buck. Look, I'm a two-way guy. Second Amendment, all about it. I appreciate the sport of shooting. I appreciate marksmanship. I appreciate the right to bear arms and to defend oneself. I also respect the craftsmanship of a well-made firearm at a phenomenal price. My first career out of college put me in parts of the world where, you know what, I had to have a firearm to protect myself. Years later, I keep myself trained and in shape with my firearms. Going to the gun range with my brothers on the weekend, that's a regular event for us. It's a great time to come together, and it helps keep our skills sharp. So if you're a firearms enthusiast like me, or you have one in your life, let me tell you about the industry's best-kept secret, Bear Creek Arsenal. They offer a wide range of premium calibers at a fraction of what the competition does. How does Bear Creek Arsenal do it? There's no middleman fees. That's how. I own one of their AR-15s. It is an incredible firearm. They know what they're doing. Discover Bear Creek Arsenal. Go online to bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck. That's bearcreekarsenal.com slash B-U-C-K. Use my name, Buck, as your promo code for 10% off your first order. You're going to be amazed at the incredible quality of their firearms and the unbeatable price. Bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck. Use the name Buck to get that 10% off your first order. These bills help treat 
the symptoms of the disease, but they do not fully address the disease itself. And while I continue to support these bills, I will not support separate actions that worsen the underlying disease of division infecting our country. The debate over the Senate 60 vote threshold shines a light on our broader challenges. There's no need for me to restate my long-standing support for the 60 vote threshold to pass legislation. And there's no need for me to restate its role protecting our country from wild reversals in federal policy. It is a view I've held during my years serving in both the U.S. House and the Senate. And it is the view I continue to hold. Threw me a head fake there. Senator, Senator Cinema there, holding the line and faking uh, faking me out there for a second. Thought she was done with that soundbite. Uh, just essentially saying that she is consistent and that there is a principle here. And the Democrats hate her for that right now, of course, because there's not supposed to be any principles when you're talking about the Democrat Party. Commies don't recognize principle. They recognize power. So what is this? It doesn't matter that Chuck Schumer and others have given speeches in uh, in vociferous defense of the filibuster. In fact, here is Senator Tom Cotton delivering his favorite pro filibuster in the Senate speech formerly given by Chuck Schumer. The ideologues in the Senate want to turn what the founding fathers called the cooling saucer of democracy into a rubber stamp of dictatorship. They will make this country into a banana republic where if you don't get your way, you change the rules. Are we going to let them? It will be a doomsday for democracy if we do. Those are powerful words, but they're not mine. Every word of my speech today was originally spoken by our esteemed colleague, the senior senator from New York, Chuck Schumer. Words that are as true today as they were when he spoke them, even if Senator Schumer is singing a different tune today. Is there even a debate here, Clay? Really? <laughs> I mean, come on. I No, look, uh, first of all, I think we need to give credit to Kirsten Cinema and to Joe Manchin because both of those senators have done what they think is right for principle as opposed to party. And so what's interesting here to me, Buck, about this timing is Joe Biden is eating lunch with the Senate Democrats right now. So Kirsten Cinema specifically chose to go give this speech right before Biden came to Capitol Hill. Joe Manchin, by the way, has praised it. There's been talk that Mark Kelly in Arizona, that uh, Shaheen in, uh, in New Hampshire, and Baucus in Montana are also Democrats who are opposed to this bill as well, but have not felt the need to speak out because if there's not 50 votes then they don't necessarily have to take a strong stand like cinema has. But this, to me, feels a little bit like sticking a middle finger in the direction of Joe Biden for cinema to decide to make this speech right before he arrives on Capitol Hill for lunch. I guess you can argue it either way. If she watches him make his pitch to everybody and then goes and gives the speech after lunch, is it more of an insult? I think what what's clear here is Joe Biden wildly miscalculated in his Tuesday speech when he tried to equate everyone who didn't support changing filibuster rules here to being Jefferson Davis or George Wallace. And there are a lot of people, certainly Republicans, but even many Democrats, who felt like his language was so charged 
that it actually made any success less likely instead of more so. It's like I've always said, Joe Biden's not some super nice guy. People who actually know his career know that. That's all a fraud, but we'll get back into it in a second. The chances of your information, your online identity being at risk this year is one out of four. There's a very good chance your info will be part of a data breach. Cyber thieves are better than ever at cracking into a company's database and getting consumer info they need to make money illegally. Sure, companies try to protect your info, but time and time again, a talented cyber hacker can break through. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives, and it's very important that you get LifeLock to protect you. LifeLock helps detect a wide range of identity threats like your social security number or credit card or bank account info. Look, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock can help. I'm a customer. You should be, too. You can save 25% off your first year with, with promo code BUCK when you go to LifeLock by Norton. All you do right now is LifeLock.com is the website. LifeLock.com is the website. Use promo code BUCK for 25% off. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Hope all of you are having a good Thursday as we get ready for the weekend. And uh, what a weekend it'll be if you are a football fan. Lots. Super wild card weekend. Saturday, Sunday games. Want to clean up something. Uh, We're talking about who might be opposed to the filibuster. Not only do we know, because we just said Kirsten Sinema, who just spoke uh, from Arizona, we know Joe Manchin is opposed to changing the filibuster rules. Also, there have been reports that Shaheen out of New Hampshire and uh, that Mark Kelly, the other senator from Arizona, both Democrats who are unclear whether or not they support uh, the uh, the filibuster rules being changed. And I said, Baucus Tester is the senator that I meant from Montana. Baucus has not been a senator there for what, about seven or eight years now, uh, but he was a longtime Democratic senator from Montana. So Tester is the uh is the Democratic senator that may be wobbly. Bigger picture here, it's that everyone is going to focus on cinema and mansion and say, oh, they are the uh, they are the impediments to passing this bill and changing the rules of the filibuster. That's not actually true. There are likely several other Democrats that are also still opposed. And one reason, by the way, Buck, there are lots of reasons why changing the filibuster uh, rules is radical. But in particular, it's radical because Joe Biden is in the middle of an absolute collapse in his overall political support. Uh, poll came out yesterday afternoon while we were on air. Quinnipiac poll. Uh, and here, by the way, are the last seven approval ratings in this Quinnipiac poll. 49 percent, 46%, 42%, 38%, 37%, 36%. And and then yesterday afternoon, 33% approval for Joe Biden, 53% disapproval. And I want to hit you with a couple of numbers here, Buck, that stood out to me. Joe Biden right now for independent voters has an approval rating of 25%. For uh, for black voters even, it's down to 57%. White voters, 32% approval rating. Hispanic Hispanic voters have a 28% approval rating right now for Joe Biden. That is lower than white voter approval ratings. These are numbers that are unbelievable. Joe Biden is about as popular as a root canal, everybody. That's where we are here. This is astonishing, but not surprising either. When you look at 
what the promise was of this administration. You know, we talk about the failures in specifics of the border, the economy, inflation, crime, all these things. And when we say Joe Biden, it's really the regime. It's Democrats setting the narrative and the political agenda across the nation in different ways. And certainly in the era of covid, they've been more engaged in overreach and, and I think constitutional violation than at any time we've seen really in, in my lifetime. I can't think of anything that really is quite a There were some moments in the, in the war on terror when things maybe got heavy handed with the government here at home, but nothing on the scale that we've seen with covid. But, Clay, there's also the broken fundamental promise of why did people go to vote for Joe Biden? And this this is something Democrats do all the time. Republicans, the problem Republicans have is they get elected. And these are generalizations, but we're talking politics. We're going to have to generalize. They get elected promising something and then they don't deliver what they promise to the base. That's the problem. The fundamental problem, I think, of Republicans often. Democrats get elected to pretending to be something other than that, which they are, though. Right. They'll like Joe Biden in this case is saying he's a unifier, he's a uniter. You know, it's not that he is a guy who wants to push through a left wing agenda and be a spokesperson effectively for the more radical parts of the Democrat apparatus. He was a guy that was going to be America's grandpa. We're all scared. We've all got this covid thing flying around. Right. Joe Biden's a guy you can trust this whole Joe Biden is nasty. He says horrible things about his political opponents He says reckless things in front of the American people, as he just did in that speech a couple of days ago. His whole pandemic of the unvaccinated line is disgraceful, and he keeps repeating it. He is the opposite of what he pretended to be to be elected in a a once-in-a-century pandemic situation, and I think people are recognizing that. I don't know how he climbs out of it. Uh, We had this discussion, Buck, you'll remember, in the summer when we had the disastrous Afghanistan withdrawal. And the overall consensus at that point in time was that foreign policy doesn't typically drive American approval ratings. But I do think it was an important tipping point for Joe Biden because Afghanistan, for many people, reflected the overall incompetence of the Biden administration, whether it was at the border, whether it was the murder rate, whether it's now with COVID. The most interesting thing, I think, in this Quinnipiac poll, Buck, is for the first time, Joe Biden is now substantially underwater when it comes to his response on COVID. That's been the only thing that has been his saving grace so far was that there were enough people in America who trusted him on COVID. Now he's lost there, too. There is not one single thing that Joe Biden is doing right now of a significant magnitude that is positively reviewed, whether it's immigration, the border, COVID, uh, his his domestic agenda, all of it has been soundly rejected. And so I don't know. It was a good conversation we were having with Monica Crowley earlier in this hour. I don't know, and I think it's an important historical analogy that actually has some relevance as opposed to the historical analogies that people like Kamala Harris and Joe Biden have been using about the Civil War to describe our current time. In Bill Clinton 1994, he got shellacked. He came back from it. Same thing happened to Barack Obama in uh, in the midterms in uh, it was 2008, and he came back from it. And I don't know, 2010, I guess, I don't know that Biden has anywhere near the political skill to be able to come back from what seems to be a clear shellacking that is coming towards him in November. And so basically at that point, we just sit and do nothing for two years. 
because there's nothing that's going to get through the House. There's nothing that's going to get through the Senate. And I don't think Biden has the political muscle to be able to build himself back up like Clinton and Obama did. It's like he's on the high speed train to lame Duckville. You know, it's like he's getting there before anybody thought could have even been possible. Because if you are the Republicans in a newly earned majority, let's say in the House and the Senate, which is very possible, why would why would you want to do anything that would fall into the Democrat agenda? I mean, sure, you're going to do the basic stuff that they do on Capitol Hill in D.C., but why all of a sudden would you want to give him the lifeline of triangulation? I mean, I think that's what you're getting at, right? That there yeah. could be some political skill that others would have to take a more moderate path. They've already decided that they would use, say, infrastructure spending as a club with which they were going to, you know, say essentially this is popular. So you, if you want this thing, you have to give us the massive spending package on top of it, right? They've decided that this was going to be uh, a leverage point instead of a bipartisan measure. Why would Republicans give them the win? You know, I, I think that there's no reason to believe that Joe Biden's going to be in a better place going forward. Although I think that, you know, one of the one of the aspects of this, we have to remember things are so bad now that they will be, I think, on the upswing for Biden going into the fall. And I hate saying that aloud, but I think it's true. Just because how how much worse is it really going to get? COVID right? can't be this bad. Well, I mean, uh, let's knock on wood, right? But COVID can't be this bad right. in the fall of 2022 Correct. as it is right and, now. And, and the economy, people will be saying, oh, it's on the upswing. Oh, it's getting better. Don't underestimate the shamelessness of these libs. When it comes to saying whatever they have to in order to get power, look what they did with Joe Biden in the first place. Look who they made president. And now you think they're going to start being honest about the fact that he's terrible at this? Of course not. So I think that even though it feels like right now they have very few cards to play, they're hiding things up their sleeves. They'll cheat. They'll lie. They'll steal. They'll do whatever they got to do. So we have a formidable. And I also claim I don't want us to take the, the House and the Senate. It has to be annihilation. This has to be repudiation of the Democrat ideology over the last two years, or else we have underperformed as conservatives and as a party. I think so, because the message that's going to be sent is going to be a massive one. And it does. It needs to be a red wave. It needs to be a shellacking. I wonder, by the way, how many people in this audience woke up today feeling some level of pain. Pain may come from pure and simple exercise over exertion, effects of everyday living. Some experts suggest could be a third of all Americans wake up in pain, meaning one out of three of you out there feel some level of pain. There's a solution, though. It's a relief factor created by doctors perfected over 35 years, uh, 15 years of scientific research. Relief factor was made for you Four key ingredients. Relief factors, 100 percent drug free product, which addresses joint, knee, hip, back neck and shoulder pain hundreds of thousands of people have already ordered relief factor and 70 percent of them go on to order more how do you get hooked up with relief factor you can join the more than half a million people today and order the three-week quick start pack for only 1995 my dad takes relief factor he loves it go to relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief and get the 1995 three-week quick start developed for you go to relieffactor.com or call 800, the number four, Relief, Relief Factor, feel the difference. Pure Talk, the cell phone company we both rely on, is further investing in their customers without charging an extra penny. Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in more than 50 countries, too. 
unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. You keep your phone number and your phone unless you want to get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Up to you. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. Look, I'm a two-way guy. Second Amendment, all about it. I appreciate the sport of shooting. I appreciate marksmanship. I appreciate the right to bear arms and to defend oneself. I also respect the craftsmanship of a well-made firearm at a phenomenal price. My first career out of college put me in parts of the world where, you know what, I had to have a firearm to protect myself. Years later, I keep myself trained and in shape with my firearms. Going to the gun range with my brothers on the weekend, that's a regular event for us. It's a great time to come together, and it helps keep our skills sharp. So if you're a firearms enthusiast like me, or you have one in your life, let me tell you about the industry's best-kept secret, Bear Creek Arsenal. They offer a wide range of premium calibers at a fraction of what the competition does. How does Bear Creek Arsenal do it? There's no middleman fees, that's how. I own one of their AR-15s. It is an incredible firearm. They know what they're doing. Discover Bear Creek Arsenal. Go online to bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck. That's bearcreekarsenal.com slash B-U-C-K. Use my name, Buck, as your promo code for 10% off your first order. You're going to be amazed at the incredible quality of their firearms and the unbeatable price. Bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck. Use the name Buck to get that 10% off your first order. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Welcome back into the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. We've got some calls we'll get to in a moment. If you want to join in on the discussion, 800-282-2882. Remember, go to clayandbuck.com for transcripts of the show, segments we post, and become a subscriber as well for special content that we have up there. And I would just uh, like to point out to everybody that already in New York City, where I am, you have Alvin Bragg, the new DA, under the petition, at least, a recall petition of sorts, to get rid of him. The governor actually can, the governor of New York, Hochul, who seems like an imbecile, so this is not going to happen, but theoretically could replace him. Uh, but that's not going to happen. But people are already quite upset. And Clay, to give folks a, a sense of how close to home all this stuff is, you know, wh- why is everyone talking about crime? We're sure the numbers reflect it. 
So we do this uh, we do this show here in New York City in Midtown uh, in our, our radio studio right in the middle of the thick of things. Probably the busiest, most crowded neighborhood day to day in all of New York City is right around probably a one one square mile radius around where, where I'm doing the show right now. And you had a uh, a carjacking one block from here, one hour after we finished the show. So daylight, to put it in context for where you guys are, the New York City studio, this is a safe neighborhood, right? If you were describing where you guys are broadcasting from, it would typically be considered a very... It's gotten a lot worse. That's the whole point. Yes, it, it's typically Historically, like, that would be a pretty safe area. Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, historically, Manhattan, when you say going back the last 20 years, Manhattan's been a very safe place, but it's getting worse and worse and worse. And for a broad daylight carjacking right in front of a fancy hotel... One, you know, right. It was basically right on Broadway for anyone who knows New York City. I mean, it's right in the middle of all of it is just crazy. And then there's an, another story. And this one is just this was rough to see. Um, you had a, a good Samaritan who and it's all on video. New York Post has both these stories. You know, they'll, they'll, the New York Times never covers this stuff because, you know, the, the people that subscribe to the Times, they're all out in the Hamptons and talking about how safe <laughs> New York is while the butlers bring them their breakfast. Uh, but here you have. Uh, a a guy a a vagrant uh, actually took a, a good Samaritan was walking by a guy who looked really cold because it's been freezing in New York City in the last few days been in the twenties for the last few days here and it's all on video and the homeless man that the guy actually Clay gave his coat to him in real time offered him the coat off his back because this guy looked cold the guy he gave the coat to assaulted him punched him in the face and stole his wallet and ran away and it's all on video. And this is the, you know, people always say, oh, we you know, we, we have to, it, it's not about uh, public safety, it's just about, uh, you know, t- helping people who need drug abuse. No, it's about public safety, too, actually. When you have people camping out and living on the streets and people who are deeply either addicted or mentally ill or both who are not being, uh, uh, you know, interacting with the state in a way that allows them to get the resources they need. It's just people ask me, they're like, oh, why don't you just stop and give everybody, you know, a $20 bill when you walk past them or not me. But people always, you know, will talk about what should you do when you walk past someone who needs help? You know, it's uh, it depends. Depends. So you've lived in New York your whole life. Pretty much. Yeah. Crime. We know murders are up pretty substantially over the past couple of years. Crime in general, anecdotally, certainly is up. You're using an example. Statistically is up too, dramatically. Yeah, uh, and, and and up in places where people are not used to seeing crime happen, right? How what does it compare to in your experience? Like, do you feel like this is going back in time, the pre Giuliani era? Is that the kind of vibe you have? It's heading in that direction for sure. And everyone who lives here and is being honest will tell you that the worst that New York ever was was 1991, 1992. And you were talking about over 2000 murders a year in New York City, which is I mean, that's like the casualties you would expect in a in a war somewhere over the course of a year. Right. And that's that's crazy. Um, and so and it got all the way down to like 250 or 300. Right. right? It, it became the safest city of its size in, like, I think the Western Hemisphere, basically. I mean, it was or, or yeah, North and South America. Uh, it became one of the safest big cities you could find anywhere. Not quite as safe as Tokyo, but certainly getting close to it. And it's been trending hard in the other direction. And when you see these things that are happening and you see the numbers piling up, we have to remind ourselves that there was a change. It's not just even about BLM. It's not just about the progressive prosecutors. 
There was a change in the overriding political philosophy of one of the two political parties in this country that we were too harsh on criminals, that we backed police too much, and we needed a fundamental shift away from the carceral state. And what we're seeing is a lot of people being hurt, attacked, raped, murdered, robbed in places that haven't experienced these kinds of numbers in a long time. Bad ideas have consequences, Clay, and they certainly have consequences here in New York City. And there should be at least a political accountability for the people that push this crap. Why isn't every journalist asking AOC every time she I mean, I know I think she's probably better from COVID now. Every time she pops up, say, hey, so how do you really feel about defunding police, given the rise in murder rates nationwide and here in New York City? You think that was a good idea? But they let them get away with it. And by the way, I'm glad you mentioned this because I was reading this uh, early this morning. Uh, We I haven't seen this reported hardly anywhere. This was from The Wall Street Journal. The number of police officers who were killed while on duty hit a 20-year high. So 73 different police officers were murdered in 2020, which was a 20-year high, which directly reflects, I think, your point, Buck, about the demonization of police that has occurred in this country. It's not a surprise that, as a result, police were targeted at a level that has not happened nearly in the 21st century Again, Wall Street Journal, 73 different police officers killed while on duty last year, a 20-year high. And obviously, this happened all over the country. Highest number since 9-11, Buck, uh, because so many police officers died in the response to 9-11. I haven't seen that hardly mentioned anywhere contextually. Uh, it is a uh, unfortunate marker for the world that we've created in a post-George Floyd Uh, America. Every career criminal in America knows right now that if you get into a fight with a cop and it's on video, there'll be some moron going on CNN or MSNBC claiming excessive force, police violence. Doesn't matter what you know. Doesn't matter what you've done before. Doesn't matter what weapons you have on you. If it looks bad on the video for a second, they're going to say, "Oh my God!" I mean, look what happened with the guy. uh, What the cop who shot the girl in in uh, Ohio who was swinging the knife in real time and LeBron. I mean, LeBron James immediately said that he was a target. I meant to get to calls. I'm sorry, Clay, and I got deeper into the crime thing. It hits close to home, and they're carjacking a couple, maybe 150 yards from where we're doing the show. So, anyway, um, we got Senator Josh Hawley joining us here to talk about basically everything we're discussing right now, but specifically. A bill to ban members of Congress from actively trading stocks. Why does that matter to you? We'll explain that in a couple moments here. Who's there for heroes or the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is severely injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless veterans and who helps our nation to never forget 9-11? Let me tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran Programs comprise... They're in the line of duty programs. They're all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America in so many ways. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institutes educating kids in K-12 through grades to help our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. 
From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. If you've got a military first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve.